Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And Happy New Year from Michelle J. Raymond. Michelle, it's a brand new year, 2024. We have a brand new clean slate. What are we going to do with it is the real question when it comes to LinkedIn and branding. So I hope you had a fabulous break. Did you actually take some time out for yourself? Yes, officially Happy New Year from me from Florida. I did around the 20th. I just quit posting and I really just focused on family and friends that are in town and just my mind. I gave myself a break, which I really advocate for. And I came back stronger than ever. I did do a post on January 1st and I can tell you, Michelle, breaks are good. So we are back now ready to kick off the new year, a new season, and we have so many things in store. So Michelle, what are we going to talk about specifically today? I think it's always good at the start of the new year and the end of 2023. I went through a period of reflection and you know, I was looking at the things I've achieved and what I was proud of. But coming into 2024, I think there's a moment where if we look back, we can learn from the lessons in 2023. What would we want to do? Maybe what we're going to change up. But I have an important announcement that I want to just share with people because I made a promise to you in one of the last episodes before the end of the year that I promised that I would get my new website sorted. And ta-da, as promised, it was delivered on time. So I no longer am dragging that weight into 2024. Michelle J. Raymond can finally say that the B2B Growth Co. website is live. Can I just get a cheer for that? Because yay, I am happy that is done. It feels so good. Michelle, congratulations. You've talked about this for so long. It was a huge goal for you. I've seen it. I was lucky enough to see peaks along the way and you debuted it right before I think it went live. So I couldn't be more excited for you. It is first class, top notch. It speaks so highly of you and where you're going even more so this year. So you must feel like a ton of bricks have left you and you have so much room and space now to focus. And I know you kept saying in some of your posts and comments, you're going to become a strategic planner this year. So I know that's a big priority for you. It is. And what has this got to do with LinkedIn branding? The fact is, if you don't have your brand clear, you can't take actions on things like your LinkedIn profile. You can't take action on things like your website. Oh, you end up with them all out of alignment with one saying one thing, another piece being updated with the new you. I tend to find my LinkedIn is always updated more frequently than my website, which is probably not that uncommon. Websites tend to be set and forget. For me, I couldn't even set it because I just wasn't clear. And I'm totally okay with this. I share because I hope that it will help our listeners rather than I'm not here beating myself up. I'm figuring this out as I go and grow. And yeah, to have that set, what I've realized 2024 when I started, the clarity, which I know is a word that you use all the time. But the clarity that has come with doing that work has allowed me to take actions without having to second guess myself or wonder or stall or put things off. And you know, so for me, it's been really exciting to have that cornerstone laid, 
but realistically it's the branding and the positioning underneath that's really making that possible for me. So website is done, people, cheering myself on because that's one that I'm proud of. So how about you? Reflecting on the year that was, what are some of the lessons that maybe you've learned from what was working, not working last year that you want to bring into 2024? Yeah. First of all, kudos to getting the clarity because now it won't take someone usually a year to do. I know you were doing all the bells and whistles. We've talked about you did the Frankenstein brand when you finally invested in yourself and believed in yourself, committed, and you did that foundation, which is what I do with my clients. And Michelle, I was corrected actually in a post very lovingly by a friend. She's Michelle, the things you say and do, they're just lessons learned. So I want to stress to everyone today, when we reflect back, they're lessons learned. And I guess I'll be honest, Michelle. So like in 2021, I was like, I did that big challenge. 2022, you know, I wrote the book and in my perfectionism self, I'm like 2023, I don't really have anything that impressive. But then I realized, hell yeah, you do because you've found self-awareness. Okay. So I really leaned into something that I wanted to do in 2019. I went and dug up a journal where I wrote who I wanted to serve before I even left my job. And I leaned into it after this year, after I took that break in the summer, and I really leaned into the women, personal branding and all that with women. And that has sat well with me because if you have friction, which we talk about, something's not right. So it's either you have friction or you have flow. And I want to say I have flow now in what I do. Some of the little things, I brought my podcast back. I'm really leaning into it. And for once, Michelle, I don't care what other people think of me. Like it took me three years to shed that onion, the layers. And so I think those aren't very tangible things to say I did. But I think in the end, they're actually bigger accomplishments because now I'm free and I'm very focused. I know we've had conversations in the background in one of our 2.3 billion WhatsApp messages that you and I have had over the last few years. And I know that's something that's always been in your heart. And I think people will resonate with this. But then sometimes your head thinks, oh, maybe I should do this or maybe I should do that. And LinkedIn as a platform in general is great for distracting us or we fall victims, if you're like me, to comparisonitis where you think someone else is doing it better or you should be doing it their way, not your own. And I've probably done the same thing. You saw that when I was trying to come up with all the words for my website, they weren't new words. They were the words that I probably shared with you numerous occasions over the last few years. And now I just had the confidence to say, actually trust my gut, trust my instinct. I know what I'm doing and I know my people and I know my audience and I know what I can do for them. And it's just about embracing that. And it's such a powerful lesson. So absolutely high-fiving you virtually. And soon I'll be able to do it in person when we catch up next month. I can't believe we get to say that. We are finally going to be meeting. Just throwing that one out there because I'm super excited. I'm going to get a countdown with us. But you were so right, Michelle. And I'll be another um, transparent moment in story. I found this uh, journal that I wrote and I'll screenshot it one day and show it to you. And then I finally got bold enough around May 2022 to change my headline and reflect that. Probably was there a couple of weeks or so, and I was in a community forum and not directly to me, but after introductions, when I said who I did and who I served, someone, I don't even remember this person's name. I'm not going to say if it's a man or woman, but they called me out. I don't know why we have to single out just working for women, basically just chewed up my whole story. And so I was like a deflated little flower after the call and we ran back and 
slap that off LinkedIn. And, and that's the sad part. That's the story where I listened to someone else's narrative and didn't listen to myself. So if anyone's listening to this, don't let anyone else's story ideas go against what you feel in your heart. Okay. It took me a year over a year later to have the courage to bring it back. Now that's really sad, right? Cause I'm a pretty confident person, but I think it's when it's your heart desire, it, it can be very vulnerable. So I want to just throw that out this year and today. I can totally relate. I remember someone commenting on my community and audience just, oh, when all those women show up in your comments, rah, and I was like, I don't specifically target men or women with my content, but when I looked at it, my community was, I'm going to say probably 80% female and 20% male, not by any intentionality. That's just the way it turned out. Maybe there was something else behind it, but I was like, Oh, thanks for bringing that to my attention. I'm really proud of the community that I've built because I love them so much. And the thing that I look at is, are they good people? That's what I'm most impressed with. But I think the point that you raise there is the important one. It's so easy for us to get bumped off track by sideswipes, mm -hmm. by comments or people, sometimes with good intentions, sometimes not so good intentions. And even I've found sometimes with the good intentions, those nudges send me off track because yes. I think, oh, that person really likes me. They're smart at what they do. They must know what's best for me. And I don't trust myself. And so I've had many moments like that. And I think that's what I'm working with my clients at the moment, trying to say when you're on LinkedIn, if you want to get the most out of the platform and something that I'm going to be doing going into this year is I've got to put my blinkers on more. You can't do that unless you've got a goal or some kind of point that you're focusing on trying to get to. And you mentioned earlier that some of my posts have mentioned how going into this year, I want to be more strategic. I want to be up. Can I say it? Planner. I don't know if I can even spit those words out because that is not something that I pride myself on, but I also know if I don't do that, I can't achieve the big goals that I have for my business. So planning and accountability is the lessons that I'm taking into 2024. Yeah, that it's going to be a shock to my system because I like to just wake up and do what I want and go with the flow and be spontaneous. They're, they seem like more fun than planning and accountability. But the simple thing is when you miss out on achieving goals that are so dear to your heart because you haven't done the planning and you haven't held yourself accountable, that's no fun. Let's be clear. So that will be my lessons for 2024. I am laughing if people could see me now because we're directly flip-flopping. Okay, I'm as planner perfectionist and I, this year I'm like, no, I'm focused and I'm taking action. I don't care. I'm jumping in the deep end. I don't care. I'm just putting it out there because I know for me, doing those other things have held me back. I have missed more opportunities by just sitting on the sideline, overthinking, overanalyzing. So Michelle, we're going to be like, what's that movie like? Freaky Friday or something where they switch places or parent trap. I don't know. We're going to just switch places. And I'm going to be jumping in the deep end. You go overanalyze and then maybe we'll find our common middle and we'll both be great. But Michelle, me, you know that I overthink, overanalyze and procrastinate on things. And don't be that bad of, of it when you're planning, okay? Don't. <laughs> I, I think instead of going in the deep end with the sharks, I might just go in the middle and not swim with the sharks. Maybe I, I don't think I'll ever go to that extreme, but ultimately I didn't realize how much we just flipped around. That's hilarious. But I, I think you can see sometimes when you and I have formed such a close friendship over the last three years, the influence that we have on each other. And I think that's why it's really important when you're on LinkedIn 
think about who do you surround yourself with? And as my mom taught me when I was a 17 year old teenager that was not making particularly great choices, but she said to me, Michelle, if you hang out with garbage, you smell like it. And it's so true. And I flip it around the other way. I'm like, if I hang out with the good people that are helping me rise up, then that is how I'm going to get the most out of my time spent on LinkedIn. So have a look around. Who are you hanging out with? Are they really good for you and where you want to get to? So that's probably my actionable tip. Have a look around and say, who's working for me? Who's not? Write a list of people that you would love to meet. What do they look like? How would they inspire you? What could they teach you? And then go and use the search bar on LinkedIn and find those people because we've got a billion people on the platform now. They are there. They're just waiting for you to come and find them. So write a list down, write down who you want to find and what difference it would make. And yeah, that would be my actionable tip for this episode. Oh, I love that. I'm going to take it a little bit, same context, just a little bit different direction. So I agree and find those people, but also surround yourself with the right content and events and newsletters. If you don't like some of the stuff in your feed, block it, unfollow, whatever, Go to select events where you can participate in conversations like LinkedIn Audio, LinkedIn Lives, unsubscribe for newsletters that don't serve you, and just get it. Go search hashtags for more relevant topics that you can get in the right circles, so to speak, and just start conversations. We've talked about this the last, what are we on, 80-something episodes? That Conversations is all you got to start doing, and then you will. So I think it's protect the feed put those blinders on and don't go off track with the wrong things. And also, Michelle, can I give another actionable tip to everyone? I love LinkedIn. When I first started on 2021 posting every day, I was a little bit crazy obsessed. So that gave, got me in a bad habit, Michelle. And that was when I'm bored or don't want to do a project or I'm between calls, I'll pick up my phone. Lately, and my self-awareness last year, I realized, Michelle, you were picking this up way too much. I tried all the things over the holidays. I found this app, which ironically was served to me in a Instagram feed doom scrolling is called well spent okay that thing is amazing you can set how long you want it to start bleeping you with hey do you remember what your family looks like why don't you go see them why don't you go outside it it gives you all these funny things anyway that's my actual tip if you want to still participate in conversations but are scared that maybe you'll take too much time I'll put a link in the show notes, well spent the app. It's been really helpful for me to just remind myself to stay on track. So those are my actionable tips, Michelle. And I think it's a great start for our first episode back of 2024. I think it is as well. And if you missed out last episode just before the year ended, it's where we shared what we were most proud of just as much. So if you didn't listen to that episode, go back and have a listen because I think it's equally important for you to realize how far you've come on your journey on LinkedIn. So Michelle, I'm excited. It's a new year. Here we go again. Um, Looking forward to sharing all the new LinkedIn branding tips with our listeners. Yeah, we have a lot more coming down the pipeline this year, so stay tuned. But until next time, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.